Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. Welcome to our Friday night podcast for week 12. What we'll do first is we're going to look at the Thursday night football recap. And the winner of the coin flip was the Bills. All right. So we had kind of given... the only person we really gave a thumbs up to was Dawson Knox. Yeah. Dawson Knox had one target wah, and no wah. catches. Yeah. And then I think he left, uh, I don't know if he ended up coming back or not, but he left uh, like third quarter, I think, third or fourth quarter with a, with an injury. Gotcha. Um, I was at that point wasn't really paying attention that much, but. Yeah. Other than that, we, we didn't, uh, you know, we didn't think ever, anyone was going to have a, a stellar game. And I, you know. To be honest, no one did. Um, Allen was 22 of 33, so 67% of his passes, 223 yards and two touchdowns, eight rushes for only 20 yards. Yeah. Cook was uh, six catches on six targets for 41 yards and 14 rushes for 64 yards, but didn't find the end zone. So, you know. PPR-wise, so. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was I, I started watching the game because I was folding some laundry um, while I was watching it last night, and uh you know, all of a sudden James Cook is out there a ton, you know, more than you'd seen him, you know, touches. enough to, not enough to notice him at this point, right, you know, right. and, uh, I actually ended up, uh, weaseling him, uh, in the middle, you know, in probably about end of the first quarter there, I picked him up and obviously, you know, he's sitting on my bench right. just as a kind of a, what if, you know, maybe he pulls a, uh, what Devin Singletary did last year, uh, and during the playoffs, Devin Singletary won people championships cause he had a very good run through the last couple of weeks. Right. I'm not saying that's going to happen with James Cook, but he looked really good. Um, I mean, a lot of receptions, uh, you know, he looked explosive on the ground. He looked better than Singletary. Agreed. Uh, Singletary well, did sing- score, but, yeah. Singletary is also a uh, free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, and they we talked about, they um, spent a second round pick on James Cook. So. Right. Their at expectation point, is that Cook is going to be the, yep. the workhorse. And it, it, it was the same thing with, uh, Rashad White. In yeah. Tampa Bay. I mean, he's pretty much taken over as the lead back down there. Yep. Um, for Yes, Fournette has been injured, but, mm-hmm. you know, he he's seeing the work and, and is expected to, you know, see the majority of it going forward. Yeah. Singletary, uh, zero catches on two targets, 13 rushes, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Again, you know, all right numbers, mm-hmm. nothing that stands out. Yeah. Uh, Diggs, seven catches on nine targets, 92 yards and a touchdown. Pretty much par for what you would expect. Diggs, yeah, yeah. I don't um, know if, is he still the number one receiver? I have a feeling like Tyreek Hill probably took him over or something like that. I'm not that 100% I'm not sure. Because sure, um, for a while there, Diggs was the number one fantasy receiver. Uh, maybe that might just be just PPR because, you know, I mean, he's had a couple games over 100 this season, you know, 100 receiving yards, but he's usually in that... 70 to 95 plus a touchdown. I mean, he's caught, he's got, I think he's got like 10 touchdowns this season or something like that. Uh, I was, uh, cursing (laughs) downstairs. Um, Allen had a a little bootleg. He got flushed out of the pocket and threw a, like, it was like a 60 yard bomb 
to Diggs who just burned the corner over the top. You know, Diggs catches it and you know, and he's you know standing, and then all of a sudden you see the flag. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, their tight end just I mean was behind the guy and had a hold of him essentially. You know, right. um, so cost them. Uh, you know, cost Josh Allen. You know, that would have been a nice boost to his point total. Uh, obviously, Diggs would have. You know, would have definitely been on our studs list. Uh, you know, this coming, right, you know, this right. coming uh, Tuesday after the week. Um, you know, with a huge touchdown like that, uh, Allen missed him and Gabe Davis. I think missed on a deep shot down the sideline. I think Gabe Davis kind of lost the ball. Yeah, I think that was he, a little weird one. I you think know. he was overthrown. Yeah, um, but you know, they connect on that. You know, you're looking at a at a uh, a typical stat line for Josh Allen. You know, where he's scoring you 34 fantasy points you know because that's what he started at and you know these last couple weeks he's been fine but it's not what some people (laughs) isaac spent a first round pick on you know (laughs) granted you know if you got three first round picks that's a pretty easy decision to make but um you know yeah so josh allen you know just lately hasn't quite been you know what you've been wanting he's been fine you know he's not killing you but he's not just outright winning you weeks if you happen to have him on your team. Right. Uh, Diggs is just he's the main constant on that team. He's always going to get his points. Right. So. so he so he is leading in the league that we use the scoring. Um, okay. However, it also added in uh, last, last night's night. points, yeah. which were um, let's see, fifteen point two. Yeah. So he had. Um, I think he had twenty and so he was ours. he was uh, all of three points, just under three points ahead of Justin Jefferson yeah. as the number one receiver. That so makes sense. Um, you know he'll he'll be right up there. Yep. Um, then we move on to Gabe Davis, who had two catches on seven targets, fifteen yards, one touchdown. Yep. So overall, other than Dawson Knox, we were pretty much on yep. with you know no one had a huge game. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise was Cook. Yeah, Diggs had a a very nice game, mm-hmm. but you know probably Pretty. really close to what projected was. So no one, yeah, like we said, no one was going to have this awesome game mm-hmm. above and beyond. So yeah. we were pretty close on that stuff. So we move on to our love them, flip them, leave them, and we have tight end this week. Mm-hmm. And I decided to mix it up a little bit and and choose some people who I knew would. Uh, ruffle some feathers <laughs> kittle kelsey and waller yeah what are um, your thoughts you gotta leave waller uh he's just you can't trust him to stay on the field i mean been the injured dude most is, of the year exactly the dude is he's same with last year he was in and out um i think i had him like two years in a row and uh, the one year he was great fantastic and then the next year same thing kind of in and out in and out uh dealing with uh injuries um i mean the dude's got all of the you know, the, um, the physical set, you know, gifts that right. could propel him in my opinion, even over Kelsey, if he could stay healthy, but then also, you know, Travis Kelsey is amazing, but he also does have Patrick Mahomes thrown to him. So, Agreed. you know, you, you miss, you, you get that, um, you know, like I said, Waller just, he can't stay on the field. No. So you got, so this year, yeah, this year he's got 23 and a half fantasy points Yeah, in in my league that we use all the scoring from. Yeah. Um, the other two, Kittle, who's been injured some, yep. has one almost 100 points fewer mm-hmm. than Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey's just, 
you obviously you got to even with the age with Travis Kelsey what is he going to be like 33 or 34 years old next year I think um he uh, So you're telling me he's a kid for you yeah um <laughs> uh you know he's just he's too good yeah, at he's, that offense he's is, yeah that offense is good as long as they got Mahomes at the helm they have such a connection that you know i could see Kelsey playing until he's 36 you know i mean he could he could i he, i could see him being kind of like a Jason Witten almost just kind of really kind of hanging out Mercedes I, Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. You know, I mean, because Kelsey's a, he's a good blocking tight end. He is not a not on the level of a blocking tight end as our uh, who I think you'd have to flip him is George Kittle. Uh, you know, obviously that's apparent because Kyle Shanahan got that nice shiny new toy, and while Kittle had a really nice blow up week two weeks ago, last week a little down week. I think Kittle's going to be kind of up and down the rest of the season, which. Mm-hmm. I have Kittle, um, you know, so coming into playoffs, he's got an amazing playoff schedule, but it's a Shanahan offense. You never know who's going to, you know, who's going to be the favorite of the scheme that week. However, um, one fewer uh, passing targets Yeah, with Elijah Mitchell out. Yep. But but I, I agree. I mean, there's, there's no way you get rid of the highest scoring tight end. Um, you, you keep him. Yeah, you, you try and trade Kittle, and I'm sure you're able to get something for Kittle. Yep, and you you drop Waller. Yeah, so um, I mean, if you you know, a lot of people were, if you took Kelsey in the first round this year, uh, yet again you've been rewarded in some. Oh, you mean facet. like I did last year? Exactly, and I wasn't rewarded. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, thank um, you for that. Well, he still had a decent year no, last he year. He had a didn't horrible he? year for Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, well, this that's is like a that's like a Darren Waller. Here. This is the thing. He's he's sixty three points ahead of anyone else. Yeah. Playing the tight end position, and you know who's who's second and third? Mark Andrews makes sense. Who was injured some? Dallas Goddard. No. No. Um, Taysom Hill. Oh yeah, because he had a couple of those big blow up weeks. Taysom Hill. It, it goes one sixty five point seven for Kelsey. Ninety-two point eight for Andrews and one uh, and ninety-one point eight, one point less than uh, Andrews mm-hmm. for Taysom Hill. Yeah, and then it's actually Hawkinson. So I mean that makes sense. Yeah, because no he had that well, huge yeah. week in Detroit, and then he he's been very involved right. with Minnesota so far. So uh, agreed. Yeah, so I guess to surmise, you leave Waller, flip George Kittle, and you're gonna love you some Travis Kelsey. Oh yeah, play of the week. Quarterbacks, the top six are Mahomes, Watson, Herbert, Burrow, Hertz, and Jackson. So I went Trevor Lawrence versus Detroit. And Trevor Lawrence, or Detroit, has the worst, um, they give up the most points to quarterbacks. So I figured, you know, he ought to have a good game um, if it's, you know, it really depends on what Detroit shows up, um, because when they played against Green Bay, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Green Bay's offense looks great ever. Yeah. But you know, it was what was sixteen thirteen or I mean, something it was like some that. Close, yeah, I mean, low Detroit's game. always stepped up against us. You know, especially in the right. last couple seasons, it seems like they always play us. It's they're that one team that always plays us tough. But, but every still, every yeah. other one of the of Detroit's games oh, seems yeah. to be in the thirties. Yeah. For for both teams, 
So, I mean, that, that one surprised me a little yeah. bit. So I think it's going to be an extremely high-scoring game again, yeah. um, in spite of the fact that these are both pretty bad teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, pretty bad teams. You saw Jacksonville. Um, did, they, did they beat the Ravens last week? Yeah, so because they went for two, I think. Yeah, the, something like that. Yeah. But you look at like like Zay Jones last week had like fifteen yep. targets or something, something crazy number. He was actually the uh, posted the high, the most yardage last week mm-hmm. um, among all receivers in the league. Uh, you know, Christian Kirk can blow up you know at any time for either yardage or two touchdowns and fifty yards. Um, you know, so it depends to what Jacksonville shows up as well. You know, right. uh, ETN should be healthy or at least close to a hundred percent this week. So he'll be back in there. Should have a nice game against Detroit. Um, you know, yeah, I think it, Detroit's that kind of team, both of these teams where the defenses are bad enough and the offenses are good enough to play very well against a, a really bad defense that there should be plenty of points scored on for both teams. Right. So, um, yeah, we- so. Go ahead. Who are you going with? Oh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Geno Smith against the Rams. Um, if you look, uh, like I looked on Yahoo, because that's the main platform that I use, the Rams, according to Yahoo, are ranked as the 22nd um, uh, defense, against. defense against the pass. But, uh, gotcha. you know, it's, um, you know, so not a great matchup. But Aaron Donald's out this week. He's been ruled out, um, which actually will probably mean, uh, you know, better for, uh, Kenneth Walker. Um, but, uh, Juno Smith, you got DK, Tyler Lockett. Uh, it seems like anytime I see a highlight in a Rams game, it's Jalen Ramsey getting burned. Uh, he just, I don't think he's been quite <laughs> what he, he is. He sure normal. talks a lot. Though. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Geno Smith, uh, you know, have a, have a good game. He had a, a good game last week. Um, you know, the Seahawks are, I think the surprise of the, of the year, honestly, Absolutely. for for a team, nobody was expecting this Seahawks. Well, you know, I mean, you lose Russell Wilson for what he was on the Seahawks. Right. I was expecting yeah. the exact polar opposite. opposite. Yeah. I was expecting was. Uh, Seattle to really struggle, and I expected Denver to play a lot better than they are. And I mean, yeah. and and we've discussed this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell may not be a good fit for this system. Um, I read a, a story today that uh, um, Denver strongly preferred Rodgers over. Oh yeah, well, Russell. I mean, they. I, I I'm pretty sure you watched. You know, Rodgers signs the new deal with Green Bay, or says he's not going to get traded. It was, I think, at the same day they yeah. went out yep. and traded for Hours, Russell yep. for for Russell Wilson. So. That's who they were waiting on, and everybody knew that, and I'm sure Russell knew that too. Um, what sucks, though, well, maybe not. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, you're welcome back into Green Bay. Um, he's gonna get. He's gonna be the one blamed for this. I, I, I he might be a one and done in Denver. You know, they, uh, I would, they put I would so much be capital. If he's not, yeah, and they put so much capital, draft capital, yeah, and money into Russell Wilson that they're gonna have to kind of ride this out for probably another two seasons. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, unless, unless they can find a trade partner to take him on and then yeah, take, yeah. uh, take, uh, Rogers. Not after, not after this season, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I agree. They're kind of stuck. I would want him. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So anyways, uh, Geno Smith, uh, you know, like I said, on paper, doesn't look like that great of a matchup, but no Aaron Donald. Um, 
you know, that Rams offense is terrible, so Seattle's defense, who's been playing well, uh, you know, should keep that offense off the field. It'll keep that defense on the field. They'll get tired. I think Gene will be in line, is in line for a nice week this week. I agree. Uh, next up, we have the running backs, um, Jacobs, McCaffrey, Eckler, Chubb, Henry, and Walker The Third are the top six based on projections. And I'm going to go Damian Pierce versus Cleveland. You've got the two worst rush defenses as far as what they give up to uh, fantasy points to running backs in that game. Mm-hmm. And Chubb is already on the list. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't want to go yeah. Kareem Hunt because you, you know, never are, know what are his both, usage is going right, to be. Either. Are both of them going to get it? Are, yeah. Is one of them going to get it? So I decided, even though I mean, Damian Pierce is listed as like the 24th back running back mm-hmm. for projections this week. Yeah. But I really think he's going to outperform those projections because of the fact that, you know, it's if, if, um, as long as they don't get down by a ton, I mean, we, we discussed this on <laughs> Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, they get down and they lost sight of what they were doing mm-hmm. and, even though I think that Deshaun Watson is going to have a good game for Cleveland also, I think it's going to be an opportunity for Houston to actually run the ball and and stay relevant in this game. And and again, if they don't, then there's, I I don't think they even have a chance. Yeah. uh, I think best case for Pierce would be Deshaun Watson, and not for you and your your one team that you have to start Watson this week. But uh, like I was joking, I said watch watch Houston come out and be the eighty five Bears, just completely shut them down. I mean, you know, you figure the guy hasn't played in like what two full seasons, seven hundred and some days. Yeah, so I mean, there's going to be some game rust. You know, I mean, the, we saw him a little bit in the preseason, and he looked a little. Rusty. A little shaky, rusty. Yep. So, I mean, but and who he's knows? only practiced for two weeks. Yeah. So who knows? But you know, I'm sure. You know, I mean, he's a. What he did aside, he's a professional athlete. This is right, his job. Right. He should be able to rise to the occasion, especially against, you know, a a a, a bad defense in Houston. Uh, now, objectively, against quarterbacks, they're really not that bad. I mean, they're actually a pretty solid defense against fantasy quarterbacks. Right. Um, but who knows? But yeah, I like the well, Pierce pick it, because, like I said, best case, Houston somehow gets up by a touchdown. Right. What are they going to do? They're going to run the ball. He's going to have thirty carries. <laughs> and, and the thing, the thing that interests me so much with these projections for CBS Sportsline is that Watson is the number two quarterback. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> while, while I love to hear it for my yeah. fantasy team, I realistically, I'm not expecting that. Yeah. I, I just hope for in our format, I hope for about 20 points or so, mm-hmm. and I will be happy because more than likely I will win with the rest of my team. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, now, cause it, you were showing me that before we started here and I was scratching my head too. I'm like, why is he, then the number two seems high. I could see him being in the top five or six just because of the weapons that he's going to have there around him. I mean, you got Amari Cooper who's been playing surprisingly well. Uh, you know, Cleveland's big on Donovan Peoples-Jones. They're expecting hopefully a end-of-season breakout here from him. You got the, you know, uber-freak ath- athlete and David Njoku. Obviously you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you know, behind him. Uh, so, you know, weapons around him and the matchup. I, I guess I can see why they've got him. 
got them that high, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so. it, it. I I will be surprised if yeah. he. I mean, they're they're projecting twenty five. Uh, Mahomes at twenty seven point eight. Yeah. Herbert at twenty three point seven. Burrow at twenty three point two. Hertz at twenty two point five, and Lamar Jackson at twenty one. If he outperforms those other four, mm-hmm. I like I said, I'll, yeah. I'll be oh, surprised. Yeah. I would. I'll take twenty points. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, take twenty points out of your running back start of the week too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which you could get there. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, my running back start of the week, uh, I'm going with Aaron Jones against Chicago. Uh, obviously all season we've been ragging on how bad Chicago's defense is, you know, them selling pieces left and right out of there. Um, exactly. You know, uh, Justin Fields though did practice in full today, um, from what I heard. So he should be back against us. Uh, Aaron says he's going to play, uh, just cause he owns Chicago. Um, so either way, I think, uh, just matchup based, um, and Aaron Jones has put, uh, you know, stats wise or fantasy stats wise put together two back-to-back pretty good weeks um Mm -hmm. you know so i think you should continue that here against this uh really bad bears defense um my only cause my only concern is you know we saw a little bit of an aj Dillon resurgence last week he looked really good uh you know maybe they see that and it ends up being a little more of a timeshare 50 50 like everybody was kind of expecting this season you know aj Dillon being as bad as he's been fantasy wise you know a lot of people have been disappointed with that or uh really let down you know because myself included in the family league aj Dillon was my rb2 i had mccaffrey and then a bunch of i was stacked at receiver and then i had aj Dillon, and i'm like oh sweet yeah, and, and then he's just turned into kind of nothing. Right, so. beginning of the year, uh, most of the stuff that I was looking at was had him in the top twenty-five or so. Yeah, in spite of a timeshare with Aaron Jones. Yeah, so it surprises me that Dylan is where he is. However, on a um, dynasty in a dynasty perspective, oh, Dylan yeah. is ranked quite high because. Oh, for sure there's there's longevity there i mean he's he's fairly young he's potentially going to be the lead back in green bay next year yeah um because of cap concerns and possibly having to move on from from jones so yeah so it'll be interesting to see but i but i do like the jones pick uh next we've got the wide receivers we've got uh adams cooper jefferson chase Amon Ross St. Brown, have to distinguish between he and his brother, um, and A.J. Brown. So I went with Wilson, Garrett Wilson, versus Minnesota. Uh, Bound to be a fairly high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed that uh, um, Mike... Mike White. Mike White. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking Mike Green. <laughs> Mike White is going to be I mean, starting. White and green colors. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's probably what confused me. Um, with uh, Mike White starting again, yep. uh, he seems to like to throw to Garrett Wilson. So I'm going to go that. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota is uh, plus 2.7 over the average given up by fantasy teams to wide receivers. So I'm I'm looking at that and I'm saying it's probably going to be high scoring. They're mm-hmm. probably going to pl- be playing from behind or or could possibly be playing from behind. Yep. And if they do, it's going to be a passing game. 
what white threw for 365 or something, something. Yeah, and three touchdowns last yeah, week. Well, it was a little over, yeah, 300. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, the the opportunity is there. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll have to see. Yeah, and like we said, any any quarterback that's not uh, uh, Zach Wilson likes to throw to Garrett Wilson. So <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, I that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, hearing you talk about Minnesota makes me. I picked up Minnesota to be my uh, fantasy defense through the end of the season because they have a lot of really good favorable matchups. Right. Um, you know, I, I'd say the only thing that I would be a little worried about with Garrett Wilson is sounds like Michael Carter is probably not going to play this week. Um, James Robinson hasn't done anything since he's been there. Um, you know, so they got a, I believe he's a rookie, that Zonovan Knight. Um, right. You know, so if Minnesota's not worried about the running game, you know, they could focus more on, on trying to limit a Garrett Wilson, but uh, agreed to, you know, Minnesota kind of, you know, I mean, their their record suggests they're really good, but they're kind of doing the inverse of what they've done the last, like, two seasons where they're winning games by a score or less, you know, a touchdown or less, mm-hmm. um, whereas the last two seasons they were losing games by a touchdown or less, right? you know, so they kind of figured out how to win some games this year. So, well, and, and they've had, I mean, in the past several years, they've had excellent defenses. Yeah. Um, they're relying more on their offense than their defense to win these games, which is why I think we're seeing them win, uh, more of them than, than lose like they did in the past. I think that was the, the Mike Zimmer effect, him being a a defensive coach like that. And so, yeah, so yeah, no, I like Garrett Wilson, the dude, he's, super explosive you know like i said as long as it's not zach wilson he can blow up right yep um i uh my wide receiver start who i believe i uh had i had taken him a couple weeks ago i think before i was on my vacation and he had a very very nice game um i'm going t higgins again Uh, i believe jamar chase is expected to be back this week um but from what i hear yes they're playing kansas city since he's gonna have to put up points to keep up with kansas city um so there should be a you know uh, a pretty good um, fantasy game for both teams. Um, how's how's uh, Mixon? Mixon, I I don't know if I don't, I don't know, know if I've heard doing, if he's playing. Or yeah, not. I don't know. I I think he was trending towards it, um, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, even when Jamar Chase is out there, um, T Higgins still can have very good games, and he has. Um, there are some games he's disappeared, but in general, both of them have game good games. You know, T. Higgins is kind of a, it's almost, to me, it reminds me of like, uh, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase reminds me of like a souped up Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Right. You know, where Jamar Chase is going to have four catches for 163 yards and three touchdowns, you know. Mm -hmm. And then T. Higgins is going to have 15 targets, 12 catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. Right. You know, which is still, I mean, that's an amazing game. You know, you'd want that on any of your wide receivers. Uh, you know, so that that's the capabilities of this offense. Um, well, I mean, you so, even you yeah. watched him, I think it was last week. Uh, Tyler Boyd just disappeared, yeah. and it was all T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't, I mean, it was, like you said, I mean, he, he had a, a large number of catches, and I believe he had decent yardage and yeah. one touchdown. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I think, I, I think it only helps him by having Jamar Chase oh, back. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mixon is still, uh, questionable, okay. um, with the concussion that he, uh, got last or two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. So it's, it's tough to say. Yeah. However, they've got, you know, Samaji Pirine, 
yep. um, who played adequately last week. Yep. Um, so I don't They've think got there's another running back there. Um, uh, Evans, I think is his last name. Uh, Chris Evans, Chris I think. Evans, yeah, um, I, I think, think he's so. been injured uh, for a little bit here too. So, you know, if Mixon is out, you could see maybe a little more split between uh, P. Ryan and him. But uh, just through the air, like I said, you know, they've been, they've been you know, Burrow and, and Higgins have been clicking. So I just think with this matchup with KC, um, you know, uh, is going to be, like I said, very, very fruitful for everybody with pieces in that game. Right. I don't, you know, it's KC has been winning, but I don't want to say that they've been winning, um, with defense. Yeah. They win with offense. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to beat a team when they're constantly, uh, consistently be, uh, putting up 30, 35, 38 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, they're still giving up 24, 27, 30, 31 themselves. Yeah. So, you know, the points are there to be had. So <laughs> yeah, for I, sure. I think it's a, it's a good choice. Yep. Uh, next we move on to tight ends and we've got Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Hawkinson, Fryermuth, and Komet. Obviously they think that, uh, that, you know, I, what we talked about a few weeks, probably going on five weeks now about Komet and, <laughs> and Fields. If Fields plays, Komet's going to have oh, a big yeah. game, oh, especially yeah. against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um so I decided to uh, go with Taysom Hill. You know, he's he's number three in tight end scoring. They've been utilizing him more and more lately. Yeah. Uh, especially with um, the injuries that um, Alvin Kamara has been dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they play against Tampa Bay, and Tampa is even with what they give up versus uh, to tight ends versus the rest of the league so it's not a great matchup it's not a bad matchup i think the way they've been utilizing him lately he just he really has an opportunity to put up a lot of points they you know they run that wildcat Mm -hmm. he'll come in he'll throw some passes you know two three four he'll run a bunch and if he gets targeted the opportunity is there to score at least a couple of touchdowns, whether he's yeah. passing or yep. rushing yeah. or, or receiving. Yep. Yeah. He's always got that upside, you know, I mean, and like I said, he's number three in tight end scoring Yeah, and you wouldn't think so, No, but no. you get those like two or three gigantic weeks that he had right. and then it makes sense, you know? So Agreed. he's definitely not the, you know, not the consistency that you, you know, try to find in a fairly thin, you know, tight end uh, market. Um, but no, I like that pick too. You know, Tampa's going to be keying on Alvin Kamara and probably trying to limit, uh, Olave, you know, I mean, in the Saints offense, when Andy Dalton is out there is not very good. You know, you, you watch the games and, you know, they pick up a first down with usually Taysom Hill. <laughs> yep. So, you know, and I think, uh, I think their other tight end, Jawan Jennings, I think he's still questionable. Uh, so if he sits, definitely, I think that's a, that's a, that's a really nice pick this week. So, Thanks. um, I am, uh, I'm going with Foster Moreau, uh, you know, Darren Waller's still out. Um, you know, he had a, I think he had like a last second touchdown or in the last, uh, last minute to force, uh, that overtime last week, um, uh, against Seattle where Josh Jacobs had the walk off 86 yard touchdown, um, you know, I mean, he's he's pretty necessary as well. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, as frustrating as it is as an Adam ma- Adams manager, he likes to he does still like to spread the ball around a little bit, uh, whether it's Mac Hollins or a team is just 
completely keen on Devonte Adams, somebody else is going to be open. Mm-hmm. So, um, I believe they're playing the Chargers this week. Uh, I forget what the matchup was. Chargers, it wasn't. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not a stellar matchup, kind of middle of the pack. Uh, but again, I think he's just going to be necessary again because Justin Herbert's uh, last week kind of showed up. Uh, not the amazing performances you were getting last season from him, but obviously his that entire offense has been decimated with injuries. You know, Keenan Allen finally played like a full game, uh, came back, had a pretty nice game. Uh, Mike Evans has, or not Mike Evans, geez, Mike Williams has been ruled out, uh, you know, so that hurts obviously Justin Herbert, but uh, this has a potential too to be, um, I wouldn't say maybe a shootout, but I think the Raiders would be able to keep it close enough that uh, they're going to have to potentially lean a little bit more on Derek Carr, which just means more targets being thrown to well, whoever. Um, so. unless, <laughs> unless Josh Jacobs is running 86 yards at a, a, a clip. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're the Chargers, you can't let him run for you know or amass three hundred total scrimmage yards. No, <laughs> you know if you're trying to win a game. So, right. yeah. So that's all we've got for this week. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, give us a, a an email if you have any questions on starting people or whatever. Yep. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll talk to you later. All right. See you guys later. Thank you.